Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? What would happen if your presence was experienced as a gift to the people that you interacted with daily? And how much more effortless would your life become if just you being there was uplifting and supportive to everyone that you encountered? Well, this is a natural result of the enlightened state, which is simply knowing, having the context that all is well. Are you ready to unlock the six powers of enlightenment? Because this is number five of a series of six daily enlightenments where we're discussing the powers that get unlocked in your enlightened state. Let's do this. My name is Matthew Ferry and I am bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. Now your presence alone makes a huge difference for the people around you. It's already doing that now. And what you're going to find is the more you connect with the idea that all is well, the bigger the difference your presence makes in the environment. When you're operating in an enlightened framework, people are uplifted. They are healed in your presence. And this is number five of six in a series of daily enlightenments that we're doing where I'm discussing the powers that get unlocked when your mind goes quiet and you connect with the present moment in that infinite nature. Now, in the last four daily enlightenments, I've been speaking about unlocking wisdom, profound peace, fear disappears, and the last one was courage. In today's daily enlightenment, we're going to do number five, which is your presence is experienced as a gift. Now, another way of saying that you are enlightened, another way of saying it is actually that you're a high conscious person. Now, consciousness is both what you're aware of and what you're willing to accept. So the more you are aware, the more you accept and the more you are aware of, the higher your consciousness goes. But here's the thing you need to know. When your consciousness goes higher and higher and higher, you actually have to accept more and more and more because as your awareness expands, you start to see things that you definitely didn't think were there before. You definitely thought they didn't exist. Maybe they lived in the realm of myth. Maybe they lived in the realm of... Uh, of like a new age mysticism, Buddhist mysticism, Hindu mysticism type of thing. But as you start to expand your awareness, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I didn't think this is going to be included in reality. And then you have to practice accepting that. And that is just your consciousness going higher and higher and higher. Now, when you're a high conscious person, you can see much more than the average person because you aren't burdened with the distortions created by the mind's biases. You can see, oh, that bias was a, some pre-existing information. It doesn't actually mean that it's true. In fact, um, you'll find that you stop being conclusive about everything and you start saying, from my perspective or how I see it or, or uh, it seems like. Because as you continue to expand your awareness, you start to recognize that almost everything you're experiencing is just some biased interpretation, not the truth, not reality. You aren't burdened by pride and trying to be smart and be better than other people. And in your quiet mind state, you see between the lines. 
You see the programs that are actually running people. You see the imbalances in their perceptions. In other words, you have an expansive awareness of the world around you. And we talked about that wisdom that starts to come through. You have this wisdom that you can't explain to other people. Now, on the other hand, a high conscious person doesn't just see more than other people. When you are a high conscious person, you're able to accept what you see. Let's take the criminal, for example. You, in your high conscious state, you, you see that the criminal is just doing things from their perspective. You're able to accept that from their perspective, uh, they likely didn't have a choice. They were limited, limited by circumstances, by filters, by reactions, by the way they saw things, by programs. There were all of these things that literally drove them into a particular way of operating in the world. It doesn't mean they can't break those patterns. Come on, that's what you and I are all about, right? But you have compassion. You don't judge. You don't have an opinion about it. You see it for what it is. Human beings just trying to do the best that they can. You have compassion for the experience that it creates for that person and for you when you observe it. And this makes you a very pleasant person to be around. Your wisdom is uplifting. Your complete acceptance and appreciation is refreshing. It's disarming. People naturally open up in your presence and they, they share imbalances that become healed by your keen insights. What is completely obvious to you is revolutionary to them. What is imbalanced becomes balanced in your presence. Your presence in this state creates greater levels of order and integrity in the people around you and in the environment. And as a result, everything seems easier. It's effortless, it's more flowing. But it's important to know it's the same life. You have the exact same life that you had before. We're not talking about your life all of a sudden, like you're just in a new world. It's just you're experiencing the world differently. That's it. So enlightenment unlocks this power. Your presence is experienced as a gift. Now for me, I believe that there are four steps that you take to unlock enlightenment in your life. I call this the rapid enlightenment process and I've been briefing it at the end of each of these videos. And that is one, you see the survival mind for what it is. It's just, a, it's an unconscious reflex. It happens automatically and you have almost no control over it. I call this the drunk monkey. Two, you become aware of, you notice the motivation to think survival-based thoughts and you recognize that they're an expression of something else that actually contained within your consciousness is, is like a code and that code creates thought. And when you can see that and you work to correct those imbalances, your mind starts to go quiet. Number three, you gotta bust your unprovable dogma. You believe a whole bunch of made up stories that aren't serving you. And if you don't take the time to bust your made up stories, it's gonna keep you in a survival state and your mind will keep talking. And then four, you gotta recontextualize the things that you believe so that you adjust your entire framework to the recognition that all is well. Anything less than all is well is not an enlightened framework. So my question to you today is which one of those four parts of the rapid enlightenment process are you gonna take on today? Leave me a comment below. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind Epic Life, and I would love for you to like this video. Will you share this video? Will you comment on this video? Those three social actions are like social 
currency. And they tell these big providers, hey, spread this message out. Help me get the message out there, will you? Subscribe to my channel. I put out a new daily enlightenment every single day. And you could also join us on Facebook. We have a private group called the Spiritual Hooligans. Go check out the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. I'll put the link down below. Thank you again for tuning into this daily enlightenment.